Hey, podcast people, happy Friday afternoon or whatever day and time it is for you right now. Um, I'm your host, as per usual, Azrin the Language Nerd. Uh, you can find me primarily on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube, or on occasionally, whenever I feel like posting, on TikTok and on Tumblr. My username in all these platforms is exactly the same. It is at Polyglot Azrin, that is spelled P O L Y G L O T A Z or Z, depending on your country. R-E-N. You can also simply search Azrin the Language Nerd on whatever your favorite social media platform is. So again, that is spelled A-Z or Z-R-E-N, the Language Nerd. And welcome to another podcast episode. I am very, very excited, as per usual, to be recording this one here. I want to give a couple of very quick life updates, and then I want to dive immediately, as fast as possible, into our language learning topic of the day. So life update number one is I'm going to a wedding this evening. My cousin is going to be getting married. And so I'm sure that is going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to be good to see my my family. This cousin is on my dad's side of the family. And I haven't seen them. I haven't really seen the whole family at least for about three months, something like that, three, three and a half, something something like that. I saw them slightly before I left for my trip, but ever since then I've not really seen the whole family, so it's going to be cool to go and see everyone. So that is happening in my world. And life update number two, this is something I've shared a couple of times and we're gonna come back to it. I am in a very positive momentum right now in really every aspect or most of the major aspects of my life. Work stuff is going well, um, my content stuff is going well. I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping a lot. I'm most importantly right now, the biggest step forward is I'm doing daily exercise and I've been on that kick of having an active lifestyle and exercising now for three months. I think approximately since April, probably April 18th or 19th, whenever I arrived in France, whatever day that was is basically when this whole activeness has started. So high five to me. I'm really happy with myself with that consistency. Aside from those, um, no real personal life updates as of right now that come to mind. So let's go right into the language learning stuff for today. And I want to actually talk about consistency. Consistency is something that I would arguably say most language learners struggle with. Whether you're taking classes, whether you're using a private tutor, whether you're following an audio program, whether you're using YouTube videos, whether you're using a textbook, however you are learning, doing, practicing the language consistently and using the language consistently and making sure that the, the you're making regular and consistent efforts over a long period of time to learn the language, this is something that many people, perhaps even most people, struggle with. I can relate to this a lot because number one, I was just talking about my fitness. I've struggled with that for years. It's never happened in my adult life where I've been consistent with being active for three months in a row. Like that has never happened. And really, to me right now, it's only happened out of sheer luck. It wasn't something like, aha, I finally convinced myself. No, no, no. It was just pure luck. I stumbled into it. So I really, I deeply understand the struggle of being consistent. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to share something that has been working in my world for language learning in terms of this level of consistency. Um, And it has to come from, it's coming from a teaching perspective. 
So if you look at um, if you look at a lot of let's look at classes to start classes or private tutors both can this applies to both for classes and private tutors usually the way most of the time if not always the way that people structure the classes is you will have a certain schedule one hour a week two hours a week three hours a week maybe it's something really intensive you have your particular schedule and that is when you're focusing on the language usually for most people unless it's an intensive program you're probably doing one to three hours a week maybe it's like a monday wednesday class maybe it's a only saturday morning maybe it's monday wednesday friday like it's one to three hours a week of class time so basically you are practicing the language or trying to learn something in that language for probably one to three days of the week maybe you've got some homework and you squeeze it in and you somehow convince yourself to do it and you're feeling motivated you get four or five days in but let's be real for most people who are taking classes it's it's not the case they're doing most of their language learning within those classes and very minimally outside of the classes if you're not taking classes i think it gets even brutally worse i think there are some people who are doing self-study programs and they are consistent they found a good rhythm and they're consistent for a long period of time for sure but i know way more people who maybe start off really good but then they fall off the wagon and then suddenly they're not actually consistent anymore for the long term and in self-study programs it gets even worse i find where people are absolutely like they just don't they pay for whatever they paid for and they don't finish the course they're not consistent with it it's really really common so common that i've even seen um there are there's one in particular i'm not going to name it because i don't know but i came across something recently and when i looked at their this the, the, the pricing program that they have for the service that they offer they're definitely, I'm almost positive, they're making money on the fact that people are paying for the service, but not actually using it. I, I fundamentally believe this is happening, and that's how they're able to price it the way they've, they're pricing it, because they found that arbitrage of, okay, 25% of people, 50% of people are gonna pay us this per month, but they're not gonna use the service, which then allows us to, to, to cut the cost in blah, blah, blah way. Anyway, I've seen that and I actually wonder if people plan it that way. So anyway, all of that to say, this is a problem. This is something people struggle with. And what has been working for me, I would say for the past, um, I would say for the past six months, something like that, I've seen some early success with it, is to structure classes in a different way. So here's how I've been structuring it. And here's even how I explain my classes. When I talk to someone, and let's say it's a private or small group, doesn't really matter. I'll say, hey, nice to meet you, Sarah, blah, 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 blah. Nice to meet you. My name's Hazarin. Introduce myself. Here's how my classes work. You're going to have two hours of lesson time per week. One hour of that lesson is going to be face-to-face -face in person. We're going to work on X, Y, and Z because you said you are trying to work towards such and such goal. And I think that's going to be a really effective way to help you get there. The second hour is actually going to, be, going to be split over four days of the week. The day after our class, I'm going to send you a homework assignment that will take you about 15 minutes to complete, and it'll take me about 15 minutes to correct. Once you send that, it's due basically on the day that I send it. So I'll send it to you. Our class is on Monday evening. I'm going to send it to you Monday morning. Monday evening, right? I'm going to, I'm going to ask for that homework back, and I'm going to correct it, give you feedback, and give you your next homework for Tuesday. And we're going to have four of those assignments. 
So you're going to get two hours of my time, one hour of it in class, and then you're going to get the second hour spread out over four days because I believe in the consistence of actually going and doing practice with the language and applying your skills every single day. And then that's kind of how I've been structuring it. It works, it, it works really well because now someone coming into the class, their mentality, their framework is now set over, oh, okay, I'm doing two hours a week. I'm going to have to do 15 minutes Tuesday through Friday. It's going to be a one hour class on Monday. Okay, that sounds good. That's how I'm structuring my two hours a week. And what's really cool about it is we have a lot of contact. So often what happens is if I, um, by doing it in this way, I'm talking to you basically every day. I'm seeing the stuff you're working on every day and I'm giving you daily feedback so I can specifically see on a very on a day-to-day -day basis, exactly what your, your your struggle points are, what you need to work on, how things are going. I can monitor your progress. There's extra accountability to make you kind of do it on a day-to-day -day basis. And it just works really well. I think this kind of system is much better than a more, let's call it in quotations, a traditional system of, hey, have a class. Here's your homework assignment. Let's look at it. Let's look at the homework in the next class. What a waste of time. That's actually not how it should be. That's that's not a great idea. The homework I assign as well is not just written homework. So a lot of times when you take a class, it'll be a written or a reading or perhaps an oral presentation preparation kind of homework. A lot of my homeworks, yes, there will be a written element sometimes depending on the class or the person or whatever, but more, more, than, more often than not, it's gonna be a lot of speaking and listening homework. We use Instagram Messenger and the voice messaging system of Instagram Messenger to, I will send you audio clips like of my voice asking you questions, doing whatever it is, and you have to reply back to me. I usually ask for a written transcript of what they said so I can help them with the written grammar and pronunciation and spelling and things like that as well. And I'll also send a written transcript as well so they can see what I said if they're really struggling. So this, I think, has been a really, really effective way to help people to be more consistent. And the bonus thing is I get to be way more involved in your language learning to make sure you're making the right steps and your efforts are actually leading you in the direction that is going to be fastest for you to learn the language. Because this is also a thing language learners struggle with is they're doing a lot of practice and such, but they're not working on the stuff that's really productive or that's going to allow them to get to where they're trying to go. So this kind of system's been working. It's not a perfect system. Um, I've noticed there, there are certain students who just don't do that homework, right? They don't, despite the expectation, they don't do that homework. And I follow up with them about it. I ask them about it. And sometimes we get some homeworks out, but some people, you know, they're just at a point in their lives for whatever reason where that's just realistically not gonna happen. And that's totally fine too. But guess what? I've gotten some people on board, which is better than zero people on board. It's better than what most most classes look like. It's better than what most teachers look like. It's better than, it's just better than what a lot of people have go, got going on. And I, I implore a lot of teachers to implement this type of strategy because I think it'll work. Um, and for people who are doing self-learning, let's change gears. I think you can still use this, but, um, and actually let's back up, not self-learning. Whether you're self-learning or if you are taking a class and you're not a teacher, I still think it's possible to be able to incorporate this. I'll give you some options of how this could look like. Taking a class, um, I think you could ask your teacher to see if something like this is possible. Um, for everybody, whether it is um, 
whether it is, how do I say this, uh, self-studying or in a class, you can always incorporate such a system with a language exchange partner. So you can find someone on something like HelloTalk or iTalky, and I'd be very specific and I would tell the language partners that you're looking for exactly what you're wanting the language exchange to look like and tell them, hey, what I'm wanting to do is once a week, like write this out or say it however, once a week, I wanna have like a one-on-one with you where we talk, I'll do the same with you, we'll have a one-on-one. And then on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I want you to send me an audio asking me about blah, 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 and I'm gonna respond to you. On Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I'm gonna do it for you in English so that you get that as well. And I think that's gonna really help both of us to stay in contact with each other, to help each other out. And almost every day we're chatting and it's like we're, we're helping each other move forward. So I think it doesn't necessarily have to be from the teaching perspective, but this is a very effective kind of system to be uh, helping that consistency. Um, yeah, helping that consistency. So anyway, I appreciate, oh, one more thing. Do I want to go in this direction? Um, yeah, why the heck not? Let's talk about one last final kind of thing. Um, what's been really good for me, and I feel good about it, is that um, from a teaching, from a business perspective, we're only going in a very businessy direction. If you don't care, feel free to leave. But uh, I, I think it's interesting. From a business perspective, I actually like framing the class in this way of saying, hey, one hour class, 15 minutes a day to get the second hour, two hours a week. When you price it out, I want you to price it out. I think it's a good idea to price it out based on the second hour of class not happening. So price it out like this. You bill them for the one hour in-person class, but you do not charge for those 15 minutes a day. Don't charge for those. Keep those off the table. And then what you can then go out and do is the way you've calculated your price when you exp- when you tell the students the price of that class, the hourly average of what that uh, the hourly average of your cost is going to look a heck of a, it's going to be a heck of a lot lower. Let me explain this way. Um, think of it like this. Um, let's say the cost of the class is hundred dollars. Okay. Let's say it's hundred dollars for five hours of in-person time. I'm just using basic easy math here. Five hours of class, right? Um, of in-person sit-down class time, you're charging a hundred bucks, all right? They are also getting an extra hour that is not in class. So they're getting, really what they're getting is 10 hours of your time for 10 bucks. 10 hours of your time for, or for hundred dollars. 10 hours of your time for a hundred dollars averages out to $10 an hour, right? So when, you, when you're giving this price, it's like, hey, it's gonna be 10 hours, you're gonna get 10 hours of my time, which is true by the way, right? And it's gonna be hundred bucks. It's actually $10 an hour. That's the, a really good rate. It's an, an epic, it's a really, really good price. You can actually beat a lot of people on price by doing it this way. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, hang on a second, Azrin. I'm still cutting my wage in half. Why the heck are you doing it? Well, the reason I'm doing it is because that 15 minutes of correction that you're doing, um, the 15 minutes a day that is outside of your hour sit down time, you can do that at any point you want to. You can do it any time, right? Anytime you want, whenever. And because of that, you can actually do it while you're eating a meal. You can do it while you wash the dishes. You can do it while you're on the train. You can do it at any point in time. You can do it in your downtime, which therefore means it's actually not taking away from your day versus the one hour sit down class is taking away from your day. It's an hour that you cannot do something else. 
So you're giving it, you're giving that second hour for quote unquote free, right? And because it's not causing you a crazy inconvenience. And so it's really good for the, for the student. They're getting a good, the, the price optically and real and realistically looks a lot cheaper, right? They're getting a more out of you because you're getting daily attention from you. It's cheaper and it's better for them. And it's actually better for you as well because you're going to get more leads and more work, more students out of it. The optics is, is really big. And you immediately know, going back to what I said, people pay for stuff and they're not consistent. Despite whatever measures you put in place to help them be consistent, you know immediately that they're not, there are going to be packages you sell and people are not going to take you up on that regular kind of attention. You already know that. And because you already know that, you immediately know you're gonna have the time for everyone no matter what. Does that make sense? So it is, it's a psychological thing that I wanna, I wanna share because for people who are in, in charge of pricing for the work side, for the business side, you know, um, it's better for the students, it's cheaper for the students, they're getting more out of it, and it doesn't even affect you. Like it doesn't have a negative impact on you whatsoever. So it's kind of a win-win for everyone, which I think is an important thing to try and build when you're trying to build pricing plans and things like that. So anyway, I appreciate your attention. You guys rock. I have to go now. Um, I've actually gone a little bit over time, a little bit longer than I wanted to go. But that's okay. I appreciate it. We'll talk later. Bye for now. See you.